Good morning. Good morning. How are you? What were you talking about? I missed something. Sounds like tea that I should know about. No, <laughs> <laughs> we talked about it. Oh, okay. No. Brian's old uh, apartment. I was at, He just moved into his new place, and I was asking him if they'd give him any shit when he moved out of his old place. Yeah, they're oh. not happy. Yeah, they're well, not happy at all. They're rich. But, uh, They'll get over it. Yeah, I uh, I gave them a list of complaints. I said, look, this is what's happened since I moved in. There's no excuse for this. You guys need to take some accountability here. I wrote you an email two months ago saying that when I found a new place, I'd be leaving. And I did. So I'm leaving. Goodbye. Bye, Felicia. Bye, Felicia. Bye, Felicia. <laughs> but your new place is fantastic. I love it. It's so much more. I can't believe you turn on your water faucet in the bathroom and it lights up. I know. <laughs> have you ever seen it's that before? It's magic. No, I've, I've never, never seen such a thing. I ever. haven't either. Uh-uh. Spectacular. Boy, I you know really... you've made it when. <laughs> <laughs> I thought having a pool was all that. <laughs> no, no. So welcome. Good morning, gentlemen, and welcome listeners to Shopping for Tea. Welcome How's listening. everybody? tired and that's why i'm a little scratchy right now i've been working my ass off this weekend so if i sound like i have kind of a cold i probably have a little bit of one coming on but we're gonna power through it yeah power through we gotta bring it to you every bull yeah go power bottom through that bitch do it do it (laughs) uh we got a lot of things to talk about and when i said i was going to do a deep dive into we are the world i didn't realize how deep i could go i'm dying to hear this um yeah it's very interesting we'll get to that that might be its own little part its own little segment but we have so much to talk about i don't even know where you guys want to i mean start i think we should probably start with introductions oh yes of course okay so i'm sorry i'm getting ahead of myself because there's so much um yes i'm your hostess sylvia the hostess with the mostess and uh today i'm the hostess with the mostess Anticipation for this beautiful day. How's that? Because it's go. a great day here in Florida. Sunny in the 80s, no humidity, spectacular. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Oh, wow. you. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and who else do we have? Well, I am Kevin and I am all things politics, LGBTQ, which should not be political, but unfortunately people make it political. And um, and anything geeky nerdy. Mm, I love superheroes. superheroes. Yes, you do. You're our superhero savant. That's right. Superhero savant. I'll take it. (laughs) And uh, my name is Brian, and I'm everything Britney Spears, pop culture related, and just general random information about music that nobody else probably would ever remember except for me who have who has no life but to watch music documentaries on youtube all day (laughs) and that must and your retention your ability to retain that information is impressive i'll tell you well that's a great segue into i I would love to hear your opinion on what's happened with britney we just need our weekly britney update honestly yes she's on our show notes yes What's happening with your girl, Brittany? Somebody else needs to tell me because I've been kind of out of the loop with it. What? 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 (laughs) I know. I don't really know. You have been busy moving because this is unlike you. I know. I know she was spotted alive. So we know she's alive. In a restaurant with her her husband, right? And apparently she had a meltdown. And she had a total meltdown and they had her escorted out of the restaurant. Yes, that's all I know, though. Yeah. Yeah. What do you know? What know. the melt? Does anyone know what the meltdown <laughs> was a result of? Like, what was going I, on that made her lose it? I have no clue. No uh, idea. The bread was not warm. The bread was not uh, fucking warm. I hope. It's and that not would make that. me melt down. <laughs> me too. Yeah. Yeah, I've lost it for cold bread and hard butter before, but I'm not a <laughs> nobody gives a shit. <laughs> um. But I just wonder, do you think she's off her meds? Um, I hate to say it's that. Safe to Sounds say. like it. Yeah, it's safe, safe to, to say. say that she's been off of them for a while. Yeah. And when... isn't that her husband's job to monitor and regulate that shit with her? Well, you would think he would be there as kind of a rock for her and a voice of truth around a whole bunch of yes people, but 
I don't know. He might be a yes people himself. He might be a yes people. I mean, we don't know what yeah. his... We got to remember also, <laughs> he's also an actor and a model. So this is also very good for his career. And oh, yes. He's yes. sitting really pretty right now, you know? So he don't want to rock that boat. <laughs> <laughs> and he's pretty. Right. Uh, very pretty. Yeah, he's a good looking man. Uh, well, I hope that Brittany gets it together. I always want her to come up uh, smelling like a rose, you know? I don't want her to go back into that path she was on before. That would be sad. And and what worries me the most with Brittany is that I know when she's working and when she's making albums and touring, that's when I know she's safe because she does put her all into her work and kind of forgets everything around her. She mm-hmm. hasn't been working. She hasn't been doing anything in a long time. So she's got lots of idle time. And you know what the saying is, you know? Yep, yep. So I don't know, but I think it would be very easy for her to fall into her her old ways. I know she still lives right outside of L.A. I know it's kind of on the outskirts of L.A. from what I hear. But um, it's still, you know, it's still one of those towns where if you want to find it, you'll find it. Oh, you can find it in Lehigh. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you can find shit anywhere you go anyway yeah. Um, yeah. well I hope that this um, Britney story fares well because I want the best of Britney I'm just, I'm just waiting if we ever if we do see her dye her hair dark then we're in trouble because dark yep okay. oh, is, that, is that, that like a, one clipper event away um, <laughs> well I just know blonde Britney is happy Britney Okay. That's, the, that's all I know. Yeah. Uh, okay, we'll have to watch for the um, changing of the hair color if that happens. Yes. Yeah. If that happens, uh, then we know we've got to devote an entire episode to it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. All right, so let's change gears a little bit. We have some disturbing yeah. things to talk about this week mm, as well as okay. some good things. So let's get mm. over the disturbing things. Do you want to start with um, the gun violence in our country or the oh killing of Tyree, Tyree Nichols? Oh, my God. So how many there was – I can't even remember how many shootings there were in California. Uh, there have I been. To... You ready? I took some yeah. notes. In Go this year – December, uh, January until today, there have been 49 mass shootings wow. in the United States of America. In 2014, there were 269 mass shootings. The latest was uh, recorded in 2020 with 611 mass shootings. So it's skyrocketing. The amount of deaths in 2014 was 12,418, and in 2020, it was 19,411, so up by 7,000 deaths. Hmm. Uh, this all came, this information came from the gun violence archives. I want to make sure I let people know in case you're questioning my, my numbers. That's where I got them. Uh, it's sickening. It's sickening. We just had that, that, uh, shooting at the dance club and then the next day another shooting in california it's just never going to end it doesn't seem like it's ever going to end and i you know what with the laws that the way they are i don't i don't see it ever ending so tell me your your statistics (laughs) that you quoted again what was your what was your starting date your baseline I looked at a graph on uh, the gun violence archive. 2014 to 2020 was the range. Wow. So 2014. Yeah. In 2020, there were 611 mass shootings. We're well on our way to beat that. I mean, we're at 49 in less than a month. Yeah. And just uh, for a little comparison here, um, an international comparison of gun related killings. As a percentile of all homicides, the U.S. has a 79%. Uh, the U.K. has 4%. Canada has 37%. Australia oh has God. 13%. We have 79% of all homicides are gun-related homicides. Oh, my hmm. God. Well, that's a statistic we should really be proud of. Right. Go yep. America. When you, break... yep. when you break it down. America. Yeah, and the the top ten civilian gun owning countries, the U.S. is by far number one, uh, with uh, over it looks like 120 and a half million. Although I think that's conservative. Mm-hmm. Um, then you have Yemen, Serbia, uh, Uruguay, Canada has 34.7, Finland has 32.4. And what so, was our percent? 
Uh, 120.5. It's estimated number of firearms per 100 residents. Goodness gracious. Yeah, so we have, per 100 residents, we have 120 firearms in this country. Well, and you know, that has become very apparent lately because these these people, these, I know, gun enthusiasts, I suppose I should call them to be nice, really have gotten to the point where they just love carrying their guns around and intimidating people like this. Because, you know, they're showing up at these drag story hours, which have pretty much been done away with now because they're so scared that people are going to attack them. With right. guns, you know, and um, I mean, even just regular drag shows at 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 uh, at at drag bars, they're protesting bars, you know. Ugh. I mean, come on, it just doesn't make any sense. Why do these people give two shits about what someone else does or what they wear? Who cares? Exactly. I can it's make so fun crazy. of them all day about what they wear. I promise you, but that's not who I am. But it, am. you know what we need to do? We need to... <laughs> me too, Brian. But I wasn't going to say it. Uh, we need to take these people who are so intolerant and sit them down in front of a TV for an hour or two in front of We're Here and exactly. RuPaul's Drag Race, and they change their way of look. Looking. I think I think shows like that, like I, I think we've talked about before, those are shows that are transformative to American culture. Mm-hmm. If if people get exposed to them, and that's the trick. The exposure, yeah. right. Yeah. Um, the, exposure. the only time we see anything exposed, uh, and, you know, any exposure on this is when it's negative, when right. people are crashing libraries because they're reading to children and, oh, scary drag queen. Right. Well, you know, I, 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 I've I, done several, uh, like, diversity presentations with other departments, and you usually get, like, 15, 20 minutes. So, uh, but, and I, I'm not even shy at all. I will, I will designate like four full minutes to a preview of We Are Here so people can see what this is. And then I'm like, if you know anyone or if you yourself don't understand what's happening and you want to know more so that you're not so afraid, <laughs> then right. you should definitely have them watch this show. Even just one or two episodes and you'll start to understand why these people are who they are and why they're afraid. And why you should yeah. be ashamed at making just normal people afraid for being who they are. Yeah, shame on them yeah. for doing that, putting fear well, into them. Yeah, it's sad. But speaking of drag queens, what about, yeah. oh, go ahead. Well, I was go just going to say, unfortunately, they're fucking with the wrong group. Because drag queens and gay people, we, don't, we do not give up. We True. will win. In the end, <laughs> Relentless. In the right, end, we go. will have the fucking last word every time. But unfortunately, you. you know, this has led to legislation now. You know, there's legislation going through quite a few different states that, by the way, is if you look at them, they're worded exactly the same with some minor details change because they Can were actually sent this? out by... Well, yeah. The, so we have like hate groups and political groups that will write bills and send it to lawmakers and say, here, you should introduce this. And they're like, OK, because they get tons of money from them and they put it in. And it's it's worded exactly like six other states that have it going through right now that are trying to outlaw being a drag queen in general. They're trying to classify drag as an adult performance. Right. So it it, it, it intensely uh uh, reduces the places where you can do drag, <laughs> you know, because you oh, have to be X amount of, you can't be within X amount of feet from a school or from a, you know, blah, blah, blah. There's, you know, all these other things. If you're in an adult uh, performance, you can't do any daytime performance, you know, I mean, it's just. Oh, I didn't know. I'm crazy. sorry that that's happening. What and assholes. This has such unintended consequences that they don't even think of. I mean, just think how many times we've seen maybe not recently in the past five or six years, because it's gotten to be, it's not really cool anymore. But way back when we used to see straight guys come out and drag all the time as a joke, you know, and they're doing things all the time, you know, and even we would, you know, outlaw quite a few different stage productions because they are are intended to dress the other way. I mean, Shakespeare, everyone was, um, all the actors were men. men. You know, I mean, it's just Look at Milton Berle. The, 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 right? right? <laughs> the unintended I don't know consequences. I'm uh, sorry, Kevin. I don't know that anyone in our audience is going to know the Milton Berle reference. No, I don't for think me. so either. Milton uh, Berle. That was great. I mean, he was he did drag back in the day. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, and okay, maybe drags. Guy. Maybe our drag um, enthusiasts will know that. 
reference. And um, RuPaul famously came for him at the MTV Awards. They did not get along. They were not Ooh, friends. Yeah, when they, they were tea. presenting. Again, you can't were... find this any other <laughs> They were presenting an award together, and they were supposed to have a scripted bit. And I guess RuPaul um, said something that Milton Berle didn't like, and Milton Berle said, uh, something like, you know, if you want to make jokes, let me check my brain cells and we'll start even or something like that. And RuPaul said, <laughs> you know, it's funny how um, you used to wear drag and now I wear drag and now you wear diapers. <laughs> <laughs> she did not. <laughs> On That's live so TV. Funny. <laughs> On live TV. And that wasn't the script. That's uh-uh. perfect. I uh, and that. they did not get along. Yeah, at all. I love that. Well, while we're still talking about drag queens, George Santos is back in the news. Oh, no. <laughs> he just keeps giving. He's like, he's Take perfect. A day off, he dude. keeps giving uh, and giving and giving. And we I need to have a weekly George Santos update along with Brittany. <laughs> just make it a standard yes. agenda item. <laughs> um, uh, Gary and I had caught the, a little part of, I don't know, some morning TV show this morning with Margaret Brennan. Uh, and she was interviewing Kevin McCarthy, and even she was like, "What are you going to do about this clown?" And he <laughs> would answer the question. I mean, uh, it didn't no. go like that. Words were better than that. And she was—I <laughs> love her because she doesn't let him get away with not answering. She goes right after him. So but of here's course- what's super shitty about this whole thing. So you know, I can almost understand from a terror aspect why they wouldn't want to expel him from Congress because they need his vote. You know, they don't want to tip they that do. balance anymore. It's already razor thin. They don't want to tip the balance. I can almost understand. But he's put him on committees. He's given him responsibilities. You know, that but is you know not, just not just tolerating him. That's that's advocating for him. Right. He said, he his answer to that, because she said the same thing. She was like, what are you doing? Now he's on these committees. And he said, well, every representative deserves the right to serve the people. Like some bullshit yeah. no. like that. No, they don't. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, well, wait a minute. You, what about Marjorie, Marjorie Taylor Greene being on the COVID out. committee? Jesus. The committee to find out about COVID. That woman Did you was see... wearing a Nazi, a mask, being like a, a Jewish prisoner in the nazi camps she's crazy yeah and again if you don't guy if you don't know who brian brian tyler cohen is he's on youtube and he Love does him. Uh, yeah he does little like um little snippets of what happens in the news every day and he posts like every day multiple times yes a day. he's very famous he's and, he's where we're heading and he was uh <laughs> he was showing an interview that somebody was another legislature was given a, a about marjorie taylor green and they were like so what are you going to do? She's serving on committees now. Like, what are you going to do? And the guy was like, well, everybody, you know, she's learning and she's getting better at her job. And mm-hmm. Brian, Brian Tyler Cohen's like, yeah, Congress is not the place to fucking learn your job. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just insanity. The the whole mess of her. And she's, she's disgusting. And then she was trying to backpedal on some of the things she said over the past, yeah, being like, oh, I fell theory. for that conspiracy. Bullshit. Uh-huh. You started it, you freak. Yeah, yeah, she's a crazy individual. Yeah. Uh, we're in trouble. We're there's, in trouble. There's so many of them now, you know? I mean, she's just kind of a one in a sea of crazy individuals that have now gotten yeah, into you, Congress. Yeah, you can't keep up with them all. You can't keep up with them all. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's shameful. It's shameful what's happened in our government. Um, and it's happening in our police departments. Let's right. talk about Tyree oh, Nichols. Jeez. Um, yeah, this trigger warning for anyone who doesn't know the story, I can't imagine, but this is about a, a murder, obviously. Uh, a, a young man was murdered by five police officers, and they've released the tape. What have, have you guys seen the tape? This no. young man was African-American, and so were the police officers, correct? As were the police officers, yes. Everybody okay. was African-American. Um, anyways, have you guys seen the video? No, I'm not. I don't want to see that. It's... Um, so disturbing and they did everything but piss on him you know what i mean wow they did everything they beat him senseless and the last thing they could have done to make it worse was that was stand over and piss on him they didn't do that they might as well have. What? it was unbelievable i was i was sick i was crying what was, was the crime it was so disturbing nobody even knows what the crime was nobody <laughs> knows what the crime was but he got pulled over 
and then he got harassed and they showed the whole thing and at no point did he deserve what was happening to him and at one point he escaped which i would have done you know if you can run fucking run so he ran and he was 80 yards from his house and he was screaming out for his mother because he you know probably hoped she could hear him but he ran and they got him and that's when there was kicks to the face and the body and they'd slam him and they'd they disregarded him. They they sat him up against the police car and he fell to the side and they just left him there. And the em- the EMS people didn't res- do anything. Nobody did anything except for wow. beat him up. And they should go to jail. And if they don't, whew, I don't have know any of them been charged? So yeah, charged. yeah. I actually I read a really interesting article about that this morning. And, you know, it was talking about, you know, as I think about this weekend and everything that's happened this weekend and the response from everyone this weekend, it was like, not that, you know, we've become desensitized, which I think kind of we have become desensitized to it. But I also feel like the uh, officials have kind of figured out how to how to release information strategically so as to not cause, you know, chaos, complete chaos. Well, the whole the whole way they went about releasing the video, I've never seen that before. I don't think anyone has. They were telling us for days and what time they're going to release it and how they're going to release it, and and they worried about violence. They instantly fired all five of the police officers. So that was one thing that they have figured out that fired or suspended with fired 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 them, and now they've all been charged. Yeah. Wow. And there are more charges coming for some of those other people who did respond to the scene but did not do anything. So I think there'll be more charges. And Gary was saying this morning he was a fifth uh, chief of police. That woman was going to lose her job over it too. And I think she's doing all she can right now, like trying to hold it together. I'd like, I don't know anything more than that. I hope that they don't take this one incident and base her whole career on it. I hope there's other stuff to support her in the other way. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't want this to be the thing that gets her to lose that job if it's not really a thing. But the culture in the, in the police department, from what I understand, is that way. That's and the way they that's are. why she should lose her job. You know, if, if, she, if yes. the culture is that way and that is gone on for, uh, obviously this is not new. <laughs> right. Then, right. Then that's that caused for her yes. to lose her job. Yes, you're right. Also, but I meant the police culture nationwide i don't think they're alone in that culture i don't think that they're alone in that culture i think it's in too many places i'm not even going to try to say how many because i'd get it wrong uh and i'm not blaming every police officer it's like i'm not but i mean shit if anybody watched that and you don't think we have a problem something's wrong with you something's wrong with you because Mm -hmm. that was that was that's what you arrest people for doing (laughs) and the people who arrested people were doing it it was crazy. Well, I mean, what's all that noise? It's me. I'm sorry. Oh. <laughs> I'm still going through shit. Oh, I mean, you're still I'm, unpacking. That's no, I'm. I'm not. I'm just. Um, I'm literally sitting in the middle of. It's hard for me not to make noise right now. There's so much crap around me. <laughs> <laughs> Moving so hard. We'll hold it, it together is. just a little while longer. Just girl. a Come little on. bit longer. Um, what we should probably we... take a break unless you guys have anything yep. else you needed to uh we're at 24 add to this minutes. Yeah, no, I we're think we got all our beginning show notes in and uh yeah, for those of you who hated all that, we're sorry, but that's what's happening in our world. Yeah, there's always gotta be a downer, <laughs> but when we come back be... we'll talk television and RuPaul. Yeah, we're bringing it back. We're yes. bringing it back with a snap. All right, gentlemen, all right. take a break. break. All right, break. Break. All right. Yep. Where were we? I guess we were about ready to dive into Miley. We were. Yes. Okay, the, let's go. Artist of All the right. week. All right. So welcome back, <clears throat> listeners. Uh, welcome back. We're going to hear some Miley. And Brian, it's all you. You started this. And um, thank you so much for it. Did you discover some Miley Cyrus songs that you enjoyed? Well, Flowers. Isn't Flowers great? So good. <laughs> oh, man. And that video? And it's a burn. My God. And, and knowing that, like, otherwise I wouldn't get the video. I'd be like, well, yep. you know, what a beautiful house. Hello. Yep. Nice house. 
Yeah. And uh, that that girl's body and strength is fierce. Like it's ridiculous what she could do with that body. Yes, mm-hmm. it's she has always had that tight little body. That's uh, and it's not even that it's tight. It's so fucking strong. Yeah, it, it kind of reminds me. It kind of reminds me of Cher back in the day when she used to wear the Bob Mackie dresses. Like, there's just no, like, just the perfect. Like, she just looks perfect. Like, that is the perfect yeah. body. Yeah, yeah, she looked great in it. She looked great in it. I love the lyrics of that song. It, and it wouldn't be as good if I didn't know the backstory. So the right. whole thing was fantastic, and that house was spectacular. Well, Liam Hemsworth is not happy about it, I can tell you that. He's already contacted attorneys about it, saying that um, it is affecting his career. Wait, so, what? Can he do that? Yes. I and don't know. Can, well, wow. What could guess, they follow? I guess we're going to find out. I guess we're going to find out. I don't know. So oh, have, you seen, um, have you seen the comparison between the Bruno Mars song and that? Where oh, yes. The lyrics are almost identical? No. Yes. No, I have um, not. So Bruno, Bruno Mars has a song. Um, I don't think it's called Flowers, but that's how it starts out. He said something like, in his, in his song, it says, I should have brought you flowers. I should have taken you dancing. You know, yeah, I, I know I the song. Given... Dancing with another man. Uh, yeah, I should have. Like I should have gave you all my hours. And then Miley's uh, version is I can give myself flowers. I can take myself dancing. I can talk to myself for hours. Yeah, <laughs> she was great. And um, the yeah. reason why we parodied that particular song, or I don't know if parody is the right word, but um, responded with that particular song is because that's the song that Liam dedicated to her at the wedding. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's fantastic. <laughs> I mean, that is fantastic. That's on <laughs> Taylor Swift level. Uh, <laughs> right. It's fantastic that I know that. And if you didn't know that, it doesn't. You got to know that, and then go back and watch the video. <laughs> and um, but can she get in trouble? There's no plagiarism uh, worry there, is no, there? Not okay. At all. all right. Yep. Um, okay. She was also dancing around in a suit in the video that was his suit yes um, I, I, you so, said that and he wore that at a at a premiere where they actually got into like a little argument on the red carpet oh my so. so listeners if you don't if you haven't yet go watch the video flowers you won't be disappointed and they they kind of had a long relationship too they actually met on the set of the last song which was in 2010 so, and their marriage, when they finally did get married, I can't remember exactly the year that they did get married. I'll find it here. But it only lasted about a year. You know, they were uh, definitely up and down as far as couples go. They were not yeah. always a happy couple. In fact, right. I remember okay. them breaking up for quite a while and then getting back together after, you know, a pretty sizable gap in the relationship. So Okay. See, I never pay know. attention to that stuff because I don't give a yeah. shit who's dating who. Yeah. Uh, so I never... I did learn a lot of things about Miley Cyrus. So if you well, want to get started with her discography yeah. or however you want to go, go. Well, we can start out just by talking about her being Hannah Montana and how okay. when she when she did land that role for Hannah Montana, even though her dad was Billy Ray Cyrus, it took her three years of auditioning before she was cast for that part. And other actresses at the time that were very popular at the time were also considered for it. But um, Miley ended up getting that part that ended up changing her life. However, I, yeah. will say, I will say that that Hannah Montana and Disney machine probably worked her harder than any pop star has ever been worked at that age. In fact, I remember a statistic saying that in the actual year that Hannah Montana kicked off, she went on this um, big tour. I can't remember what it was called. I think it was just called Meet Miley Cyrus Tour or something like that. And uh-huh. um, she played. She played like over two hundred dates in a year. It was crazy. Well, I did take some notes on the Hannah Montana stuff because uh, I didn't. You know. Anyways, one. She was one of Disney's most profitable franchises. Like she's yep. the biggest thing Disney ever did. Yeah. And in two thousand and eight, their annual report, uh, that franchise was worth a billion dollars. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Kind of merch, you know. We got to get our merch out there, guys. Don't forget. I know. <laughs> I know. Um, but she, uh, 
Yeah, she was in a place, though. I have some negative stuff about it, too, but I don't want to take away from what you're talking about yet. So I'll hold mine till later. Yeah, so she started out with Hannah Montana, and she had uh, quite a few albums as Hannah Montana. Like, she had... uh, uh, The the first album, I think, was just called Hannah Montana. The second album was creatively just called Hannah Montana 2. Very creative. And (laughs) then she had... And then she had the album from the Hannah Montana movie, which I enjoy. I have that on DVD. Uh, she, the movie or she, the album? Oh, you have the, the movie. Uh, the movie, yeah. Yeah. And then DVD she had too. another album called Hannah Montana Three. I know. I think we're seeing a trend. And then Hannah Montana, <laughs> and then Hannah Montana Forever. So she had a lot of albums as Hannah Montana. The first album that she actually released as Miley Cyrus was also a Hannah Montana album, but it was a double disc. One side of it was Hannah Montana, and the other side was called Yeet Miley Cyrus, and that was released in 2007. And how was that? I didn't read about that. That sounds like, was Disney on board with that? So I think- they seem to own her. Yeah, they definitely did for a long time. She was under contract with them for quite a while. In fact, that album, Meet Miley Cyrus, was released on Disney Records, as well as her next album, which was called Breakout, and her next album, which was called Can't Be Tamed. Those were all on Disney Records, and Can't Be Tamed, even though it's not risque at all, it does kind of put the message out there that this girl is about to go a little bit wild on us. Yeah, this is not Disney... Uh, appropriate stuff right on her way to becoming uh you know who she became for a little while they were right she she did it and uh you know she had an album called breakout that was huge that was in 2008 and then can't be tamed came out in 2010 and that was also huge but disney stopped promoting it due to oh some kind of stunt that she pulled that left a very bad taste in disney executive mouths and I can't remember exactly what it was, but they stopped promoting the album after the first single, was which it, was called Can't Be Tamed. Was it the um, the thing with, what's his name, Alan Thicke's kid, Robin Thicke on stage at the awards? Remember that no. first performance? It yeah, was that before came, that? That came later. That, that came, came with later. Her, that came with her Bangers album, which came next. And that was the first album that she released without Disney. And that came out in 2013. That was a huge departure for her. And it was also a huge success. I actually saw that tour and it was insane. It was crazy. Um, Crazy in a good way or? Yeah, crazy in a good way. Crazy as in like, you just didn't know what you were going to see next. Like there was this like eight foot tall woman who was like a backup dancer for (sighs) along with, you know, along with like um, little people, I believe is the correct word for them, you know, dancing beside her as well. (laughs) Here's a question. What year was that? This is in 2013. Yeah. Okay, because I have on my notes, I don't know why it is, but it says in 2011, she was voted as the worst celebrity influence because of her transition from Hannah Montana to Miley Cyrus. Well, I mean, she did cut her hair, (laughs) dyed it blonde. She did lick lick a wrecking ball. Yeah, she went the whole route. Anyway, so keep going. Keep talking about your story. Um, so then she actually released an album. She was kind of upset with her record label after that because uh, she wanted to release an album that she had met and recorded. Uh, she she recorded with somebody that she had just met um, from another band. And I, God, I can't remember the name of the band now. They were uh, the Flaming Lips. I'm sorry. The Flaming Lips, who were not very Never popular. They were not a big they were not a big band. They had like one very minor hit when I was growing up in the 90s. So she she recorded and wrote a whole album. And in fact, it's a double album called Miley Cyrus and Her Dead Pets. And that was released in 2015. <laughs> what? And, uh, what kind of music it is did that have on it? It was weird. I will just say that. She did perform. She had a performance of one of the songs from the album on the MTV awards and she closed out the MTV awards and she, her backup dancers were um, Alyssa Edwards, Laganja Estranja, um, some of the major, major players from RuPaul's drag race. There was about 15 to 20, 20 drag Queens on that performance. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, So yeah, she, yeah, she went, she took a hard turn. Go ahead. Yeah. And she was definitely partying a whole lot during this phase, the bangers phase and the dead pets phase was her rebellious rock star phase. And then she calmed down quite a bit and came out with an album that was very much 
um, kind of a country album. It was kind of like when uh, Lady Gaga came out with Joanne. Like, it's uh-huh. not country, but, mm, you know, yeah. kind of leans that way. So kind of her Emmy Lou Harris or that kind of vibe, yeah. maybe? Yeah, more of a, I, it, some of it actually sounds like Dolly. In fact, she has, wow. a, she has a song, she has a song on there with Dolly where they duet together. Um, oh. The album is, the album is called Younger Now, and that came out in 2017. Um, and then she had an album called Plastic Hearts that came out in 2020. That was a huge hit uh, where she sampled Stevie Nicks's Edge of 17 and uh, uh, came up with another song. I can't remember what it's called. Edge of uh it's some edge of something. I can't remember. Okay. Um, but it was a really good album. Plastic Hearts did very well. It was a rock oriented album. It even featured uh, vocals from Billy Idol um, back in the 80s. Oh. So that was kind of fun. And then her new album uh, is called Endless Summer Vacation. And that is due to come out anytime now. There has been several singles uh, kind of leaked like Flowers. And the video for Flowers has already come out. But Endless Summer Vacation is supposed to be a return to form, true pop music from a true pop star. And that's what she is. Um, okay. another, another little fun fact is her idol. And uh, she has an album. Uh, she, she has a song with this person on her album called Bangers is Britney Spears. No, stop it. That's a true yeah. story. That's not an unfact. That's not an unfact. <laughs> they sang a song together on uh, the album called Bangers. Okay. Recently, was that song recorded? 2013. That's a long time ago. So, th- yeah. are they still friends? Um, I don't know if they were ever really friends, but she just they got was a- her idol. Okay. They got along very well. And let's okay. not forget, let's not also, she's been in a ton of movies. Uh, like I said, she met her uh, ex husband now on a movie called The Last Song, which is a Nicholas Sparks movie, who I adore Nicholas Sparks movies. <laughs> You um, do, you do. It's I girl do. meets boy, girl versus uh, boy, girl gets boy back, and then somebody dies. Yes. Nicholas and Sparks then, always um, somebody dies. So she was also in Big Fish. She was in. She was the voice of Bolt. Oh, yes. She was in the Hannah Montana movie. She was in um, an episode of Black Mirror where she played um, a character named Ashley O and actually recorded two songs for it. She was in A Very Murray Christmas, which I never saw. She's in Guardians of the Galaxy <laughs> Volume 2. Um, and she is in a movie called Stand By You, which I never saw. But, yeah, no, yeah. I've seen probably none of those. I think I saw mm-hmm. Big Fish, and that was the end of it. Uh, she's done a lot. She's very popular. She sort of fell from grace a little bit during that time. And she, I think, has climbed her way back with professionalism and great music. Yes, I think she's, if nothing else, she is a great songwriter. She really is. Yeah, she, uh, I took some notes about the Hannah Montana thing. Like, she really had a difficult time separating herself from that as not just, like, look at me, I'm Miley Cyrus, look at her, she's Hannah Montana, but, like, in her own mind, being a separate person from that. Right. Uh, So she had all that struggle. And I can imagine that would have been rough. She was young, right? How old was was she when she was doing that? Yeah, she wasn't even, I think she was 11 to 13, I think. Yeah, I, I couldn't even get my homework done without assistance. So, uh, <laughs> you know, she, yeah, she um, she really came up the ranks. She did a good job. She had a, a moment there, like every teenager does. And we just got to see it happen live uh, with her craziness. And uh, she's worth $160 million. Wow. Wow. Which is one hundred and forty million dollars more than her father. Wow, who is worth? Wow. Tw- he's only worth twenty million. Uh, and like I said, she brought more money to Disney than anyone really had ever. And mm-hmm. she was paid only <laughs> four hundred and fifty thousand dollars a season for that show, which <laughs> came out to about yeah, which came out to about fifteen grand an episode. Isn't that which, crazy? In some of the <laughs> some of the interviews that she says she was sure she was not the highest paid one on because she just wanted to be on TV and didn't care how much they paid her. Yep, that's uh, what I that's what I read. So yeah, so she just she was wanted to be a star, and you know what? She's a star. She's she is sparkly and 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 just fresh and all the things you want to see in a star. And she can mm-hmm. sing her ass off. Like, who yeah. knew? Yeah. 
So good for her. Thanks for picking her, Brian. Yeah. To you. Clap, clap, clap. Oh, yeah. we didn't have our audio helpers today. <laughs> Backing us up with applause. I don't have it today. Um, yeah, sorry, guys. I'm, that's okay. That's okay. Did you, guys, did you guys mention the Happy Hippie Foundation? Uh, no. I know, I know she still has it, but I don't remember what it is. Please yeah, tell she, us and well, our listeners. I mean, she started, okay, so how old is she? 30? Mm, I think so. Yeah, she's yeah. pretty young. So, you know, in 2014, she was still pretty young. She started the Happy Hippie Foundation. Um, it works to fight injustice facing homeless youth, LGBTQ youth, and other vulnerable populations. Oh, um, nice. The foundation has served nearly 1,500 homeless youth in Los Angeles, reached more than 25,000 LGBTQ youth and their families uh, with resource, uh, resources about gender and provided social services to transgender individuals. Wow. You go, you go Miley Cyrus. Put your money you out Miley. there. Yeah. yeah, hey, she can do it. I'm glad <clears throat> she's... And that's what, uh, Kevin, that's what you respect in an artist, where they put their money. Well, you know, I always, so here's the thing. I always want to know what rich <laughs> people do with their money. So, you know, I, because, you know, I think about, I think about myself, I grew up with nothing the vast majority of my life. And now that I'm, I'm uh, like fairly comfortable, you know, I try to help and, you know, I donate all the time and do stuff. So I'm always really curious what people with massive amounts of money do. Yeah, uh, I get you. In the philanthropy kind of a avenue. So yeah, it, it says a lot about a person, you know, honestly. Yeah, you're I right. Think. It does. Even when you don't have massive amounts, if you just do whatever you can, it shows a lot. Yeah. Um, anyways, Kevin, this are we done with Miley? I think so. Done with Miley? Yeah, I think we did a great job with her. We did mention her luck of having Dolly Parton sure. as a uh, God godmother. Mother. So well, good yeah. for you, Miley. Mm -hmm. And I think she's done some good things for, I think she's brought Miley kind of back into the norm, you know, yeah. helped her through that teenage bullshit. Yeah. So, Which we uh, all go through. Yeah, yeah, everybody did it. Nobody had to see mine on TV, thank God. <laughs> uh, I don't, I don't anyway, think anybody did it quite like Miley. I've seen her vagina probably more than any other celebrity. Oh, but, you know. Miley. Yeah. Uh, anyway, she's grown <laughs> up and she's doing the right thing now. Uh, so, Kevin, yes. it's your turn to pick, which okay. is so, the most kind of anticipated part of the show. <laughs> so I'm dying I, with anticipation. So I know, I know we try to stay away from these big-name people because everybody knows everything about them. But oh, I really so wanted to do this person because, you know, I, I started singing for the men's chorus here in Kansas City. And oh, no, Really? We're, yeah, and we're doing a um, a performance um, in like March, uh, which is celebrating sixty years of share. No, so, you didn't take share. She was yes. mine to do. So, <laughs> <laughs> Too bad. Yeah. Well, I'm so glad we're doing. She's my first on my list. Yay! <laughs> I mean, she's my favorite Twitter personality. Yeah. Oh, she's I can't wait to hear more Twitter. about that. Kevin, first though, Kevin, first though, I want to hear about this gay men's choir and what are you singing in this show? Oh well, believe it or not, uh, I'm a low tone baritone, which I thought uh, that was really butch. I was really proud of myself, you know, when I was in <laughs> high school, which is the last time I sang in front of another human being. You know, I was a a, a high to mid high tenor. Um, well, the last role I remember you having was monotone angel, so. You know, yeah. If you remember that, that landed that was, really well. That was so funny. Everyone, I think that was from Once Upon a Mattress, wasn't it? Once Upon a Mattress. I Once don't know. Once Upon a Mattress. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, anyway, so do you have like a solo part? Oh no, 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 oh, no. no. I, I, just... Look, I am not a great singer. I, am, I would never tell anybody I'm a great singer, but I can. I sing well in a chorus because okay. I can mix my voice with everyone around me really well. Um, and, you know, the thing is, it really boils down to, you know, COVID 
wasn't very good for me from a social standpoint. My social yeah. anxiety has gotten so bad um, because, you know, I went for so long without having to interact with anyone and I was so happy about it. <laughs> but, you know, now I feel like I've gotten so comfortable in my house, I don't leave very often. And so I needed something to force me out of the house into the community and, and being social with other people. So that's what I chose. Yeah, no, good for you. I think that's really, and that's a fun thing to do. I, on the other hand, uh, there could be a thousand people chorus and they'd point to me and say, get out, you're ruining everything. <laughs> So, um, and that takes a lot. So good for you. Enjoy that. Thank uh, you. I, <laughs> I wanted to be the one to get share. So. Oh, <laughs> that's okay. That's okay. We're I've gonna seen have in a concert twice. All right. We're going to have a great week listening to music. So listeners, uh, get your share out and start listening. So we that's can right. talk share next week. Oh. And, <laughs> <laughs> there oh. he goes again. You might want to practice that. Uh, so, gentlemen, have a fantastic rest of your day. As you <laughs> oh, shit. No, it's, That's so funny. Jam! 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 Um, I'm not sure how much of this I'll have to take out in the afternoon. <laughs> I might just leave it all in because it is kind of funny. Uh, but really, seriously, this is going to be a fun week. Maybe we'll yeah. watch some things. You know what I'm going to watch is mermaids. And I'm going to get my mermaid mm -hmm. coat and my mermaid keys and get the mermaid out of here. Oh, so, so uh, oh, there's so many. There's so many. So thanks for picking her, Kevin. And yeah. listeners, uh, hope you had a great time. We enjoyed every minute of it, as usual. And gentlemen, enjoy the rest of this beautiful day. Thank you. You too. All Peace right. Out. Talk to you next week. Bye-bye. All right, so welcome back, listeners, gentlemen. Welcome How back. was the break? I hope you got all your needs met during that two-minute break Ooh, well not all of them <laughs> i don't think i've had any of my needs met yet today so uh that two minutes wasn't gonna help me. Uh, uh i did get a sip of iced coffee though i will say that much i'm gonna come back to we're gonna we're gonna change this up to something fun and i have to tell you i got gary to watch the drag race and i didn't think that would happen so so we watched the, was it the snatch one game? with Snatch Game. Yep, we snatch watched game. that one. Good. And we watched the latest. So we're on, oh, we're current. Like, wow. we're going to be on the regular every Friday night. It's going to be on our thing. Wow. Uh, yeah. So scary. So how about you, Kevin? Have you watched any of it? Yeah, yeah, I'm caught up. You're caught up. Brian, are you caught up? I'm caught up. Yeah. Oh, girls, let's talk about RuPaul's Drag Race. <laughs> now I can now I can really appreciate these conversations. Um, so, Lucy Ladika as Joan Rivers. Oh, Joan Rivers. <laughs> that was, was just ridiculous. So ridiculous. Good. So good. I love the part where she was like um, something about the Super G. Um, he used to be on The Biggest Loser. I saw him put put mayonnaise on aspirin. <laughs> <laughs> she just was so good. That nobody else came close. Not nobody even did. close. The, no. the, the girl that did Rosie O'Donnell, she was okay. But she was she okay. Was, she was she fun. Was, she was really fun. I mean, she a lot didn't of them look did like Rosie, but she sounded like all. Rosie. Yeah. yeah. It was um, uh, Mistress Isabel Brooks that yeah. did Rosie. Yeah. And at first, I'm going to be honest with you, she was one of the queens I didn't like in the beginning. And now she's kind of grown on me a little. Yeah. yeah. I don't hate she's her. The, she's the mother hen of the... Uh, this season i think you know you do okay yeah i don't know i don't know enough yet about it but um... she seems to be helping everybody quite a bit and you know, okay. especially especially sugar and spice who need all the help they can get who spoiler oh, alert bless their spoiler alert <laughs> one of spoiler them yep, um, they yep. Are I, i'm not a uh rupaul's drag race aficionado like you two but i find them annoying um, I think a lot of people probably find yeah. them annoying, and I, I, I think found that's them kind of their brand. Yeah, I think that's kind of their brand is like to be the most over know, the top. Pitchy. I remember last week you said that they did good drag, but that won't get them anywhere. Right. Yeah. I don't think they have talent besides. 
besides the look. look like a dick? Yeah, I don't besides know. Besides the don't... look, they don't... They're not witty unless they've rehearsed it and they've done a lot of that. Exactly. You know? They're a scripted. Lot of their, a lot of their stuff is very scripted and you can tell they've done it a hundred times. Like mm. they yeah. said, it, it's like they have they have little bits yes. that they do. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah. So I, oh, I thought well, annoying. Not yeah, anymore. <laughs> <laughs> now there's just one of them. Um, yeah. yes. So what Spicy do you guys want to say yes. about this week? What about this week? What do you have to say? So, um, this... so I'll tell you when I when we finished the episode, I was like, "Meh, filler episode." <laughs> I don't honestly, yeah. I don't even remember a lot of what happened. It was nothing exciting. It was fine. Well, um, oh god, I can't remember her name now. But she finally went home. She's been in the bottom twice. Um, yes. Oh yeah, Amethyst. Uh, Amethyst, Amethyst, the one with the um, nose, yeah. who did uh, Tan Mom during Snatch Game, which yes. was just okay, but she also was kind of a bitch. Like she was kind of annoying to me because of uh, I think it was Sugar that was trying to interact with her, and she kept saying like, "Don't fucking touch me," and you know, like breaking yeah, character. She... Was um, that breaking character, or was that the character? I don't, hmm. I don't know Tan Mom <laughs> to be really. I don't know. I don't know who Tan Mom is. I just thought it was like a caricature. Uh, I guess it's a person for real. No, it's a real person. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, and I thought the one that was Miley Cyrus was ridiculously Awful. stupid. Stupid. So they needed horrible. to get the hook from so the side offensive. of the stage or the gong from the gong show and get her out of there. She so was yeah. horrible. I didn't even when know she where she up. got that. Yeah, I know. That, I'm glad. Is she the one that went home? No, that's no. spice. Sugar, yeah. sugar was the one that went home. She did Trisha Paytas. Yes, I thought the other one. They're twins. <laughs> uh, but no, I didn't like. I don't like them. Neither one of them's going to win. Obviously. Um, who's who? Do you guys have a, a front runner yet? I still like Marshall. 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 I I think even though I don't think RuPaul likes Marshall. Marshall. I don't either. I don't think I don't... he does either say that she's not a top pick for yeah. RuPaul I don't know I don't know but why. she is for me I mean yeah. I, I think it's because she has this um style of drag that she kind of has to stick to because of her name and that puts her in a little box and it's going to be hard for her to show the glam RuPaul likes glamazons yeah you know okay. and it's going to oh, yeah. be hard like she's it's going to be hard yeah it's going to be hard for Marsha 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 to as RuPaul said drag that shit up which is what RuPaul gave. That was the note that she gave Marsha. Mm. So. Now, here's a question. When you say, like, um, I, what did you say about her She her name? Can she change her name ever? Or is she stuck with it? Like, could she just become Marsha and then she doesn't have to dress like a <laughs> character? I mean, <laughs> most drag queens do not, but I know a, a couple that have, yeah. A couple that oh. have changed their names. Because but she's most drag pulled herself into that. Yeah, and it's their brand. I mean, their name is their brand. So. Yeah. Okay. You know, it, shouldn't, it shouldn't really put her in a box. You know, you just have to be imaginative. You, you don't have to be so literal Marsha, Marsha, Marsha all the time. Right. You could go kind of with the essence of Marsha Brady and turn it into something really fabulous, you know, because right. Marsha Brady did have some really fabulous moments. And Marsha Brady does grow up. So there's a lot to do. Yeah, I guess she could. That would it's be true. good. Yeah. It's just, we will see. And I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing what she does. Mm -hmm. Okay. So. I like, I'll tell you who I like. I I don't like Lux Luther or whatever his Lux name is. <laughs> 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 That's I Kevin's do. drag name. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's perfect. Um, I don't like him, her at all. He's so like annoyingly him. confident, and it's, he dismisses the other drag queens so quickly. He's so rude. She's so rude, but she yes. did win, and she did yes. look great. And, she did look great. And it's fun and to the, see, because she's really short. Those mm -hmm. pants that she made were per pretty perfect. I mean, oh, yeah. Those were yeah. insane. Yeah. And to line up the zebra print. Yeah. Wow. I know. She's That's not. next level. She's going to stay around a little while, I bet. And I also yes. like Lucy. What's her name? Lucy Laduca. Lucy Laduca. She was Lucy uh, spelled 
L-O-O-S-E-Y. S-E-Y, yeah. <laughs> uh, but she did Joan Rivers. So jo- she did Joan Rivers, right? Correct. That yeah, was really she's awesome. fantastic. Yeah. Good. And, and I like that one that was kind of on the bottom this week. Um, she's Izzy Titties or something. Oh, I don't know. Selena S. Titties. Selena S. Titties. Oh, I, I think can't she's. Stand her. Oh, really? She's I probably my she's... least favorite on the show. Oh, she's no. very loud. She's not my least. But I like her. Her. Um, I like her. I don't know why. I just do. Yeah, she I don't just drives me crazy. Either. That that voice. Well, she was terrible during Snatch Game. She actually started out. Oh, she wasn't very good at anything. I just kind of no. like the way she rebounds from it. <laughs> you but know, she like kind of takes it all in. She does. And I like the way when she started out as the Virgin Mary, she was like, well, boy, I haven't seen you since that last supper. <laughs> she that was started, funny. that was really, really funny. And then she just yeah. lost it completely. And then yeah. when she stood up and screamed, I almost turned off the TV because it was oh, so was annoying. so terrible. I was like, yeah, oh, she's... her voice. <laughs> I still like her. I do. I think she's funny. I think she's funny and clever. Uh, anyway, she was she was fun. Um, yeah. I don't have a favorite yet because I don't know enough. But I do like um, Lucy. Lucy, 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 and Marsha. I think are the front runners for the fans. I don't. I don't know if Marsha's there for RuPaul. You know. Yeah, he yeah. didn't like her. That was easy to say. That was easy to say. Yeah, so, so disappointing. Um, All any right. Other so, TV? any other TV? Yeah, what's going on? <laughs> no, we still have to talk about We Are the World. Oh my God! Yes, so, I yeah, was what did, say I didn't watch TV. Do we want to transition? Video. <laughs> yeah, let's take. Yeah. Yeah. This is going to take a while, you guys. This is crazy. What I learned about this this story I'm, that I'm I didn't so know, and I was a I was a you know an old uh, in my twenties. What was this? Nineteen eighty five or something. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. I was an older, I should have known more about pay attention. So I started my little venture with, I looked at a video that was hosted by Jane Fonda from back in 1985. And she looked the exact same as she does today. It's amazing. Um, but she right. does this little video that takes you backstage to the whole production and you see things that I don't know if other people heard of it before. I never heard of it until I saw this video. But they were all coming from the American Music Awards. They they did it following that. So these people all didn't go to the after parties. Instead, they went to this studio to do this song. So they were all kind of hyped up. So it seemed like all this great energy in the room. It was really amazing. Um, and watching it, I kept getting tears in my eyes. It was so moving. Like, I couldn't believe the people who were in that song. Uh, you know, I know who wasn't in it. Madonna. Madonna was not <laughs> even invited. And, and neither was Prince. And I have a whole nope. story on who was and was not allowed in Wait, it. Um, Prince was there, was he not? Prince was he not did, there. He, I thought he was, but he would not sing. Like he was literally sucking he on a lollipop. Uh, I didn't <laughs> see that anywhere. <laughs> I'm um, not joking. I'm going to look that I up while you while you give us that. Say he did not want to record. It. They couldn't. They couldn't decide what the real reason was why he didn't do the do the show, the song. Uh, he said something about he had a somebody said they had to bail out his bodyguards after the American Music Awards. Somebody else said he didn't want to record with the other acts and he, and he didn't like Bob Galdor, so uh, because he called Prince a creep one time. So he said he didn't want to work with him. So there's a couple stories of why he didn't do it, but he wasn't there. Huh. Yeah, no, um, he says he wasn't there. It must have been another track that it was probably one of those other, there was a lot of tributes back in the 80s. Yeah, it was kind and of I remember thing. Prince. I think I he, Prince you're right. I think he one. did the next one. He, here's what you're thinking of, Brian. He did a song for the album. He didn't do that song, but he did oh. add a song for the album. Okay. So let's go back to the beginning. This was all an idea of, guess who? Who do you think had the idea? Michael Jackson. Nope. Quincy Jones. Kevin. Nope. Any guesses? Oh. God. Cindy Lauper. <laughs> I <Yeah>. wish it was. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't. It was Harry Belafonte. Really? Yeah. Isn't that interesting? Huh. Um which was really fun because during this movie that you saw Jane Fonda do, 
they showed a clip where everybody did that song, you know, Daylight Come and I Want to Go Home. And he was just kind of standing there, kind of surprised that like all these mega famous people were singing his sort of signature song. It was mm-hmm. moving. It was heartwarming. It was great. I loved the movie. I would recommend you watch it. I do feel, however, by the end of it, you feel like you just watched a PBS special and now they want your money. Um <laughs> But it was so really did he well sing done. On, did he sing in he We sang, Are the World? He, he sang. He was in it. Uh, <laughs> he, the writers were Michael Jackson and Lionel Richie. And that's who wrote it. It was supposed right. to also include um, Ray Charles, but he got called out of town for something. So he didn't get involved in the writing. But there seemed to be some sort of collaboration with some people, too, during the during the the performance and the the recording, I mean, uh, they changed some words as they went through. And I would recommend that movie to anybody who's interested. And I couldn't tell you what it's called. Just video, we are the world. <laughs> Just Google, we are the world. And it's hosted by Jane Fonda, which is really funny because she doesn't age because she's got so much money to pay for work. Um, anyways. So that's it. Like, that's a lot of interesting. There were a lot of people that weren't invited. We said there were others, including, let me see. Uh, my notes are all over the place, you guys. I was, because I kept going, oh, there's this really funny story about uh, Stevie Wonder got up and said he had to go to the bathroom. And so uh, Ray Charles was like, here, let me help you. <laughs> so, because they're both blind, forget it. I guess <laughs> it was fun. Um, Let's see, Cindy Lauper. If you watch the film at that twenty-six minute mark, listeners, we talked about That's this hilarious. when we did Cindy Lauper. We talked about how she had this jingly jangly creation that yep. caused all this noise, and she got yelled at. <laughs> well, we watched it happen in this video. So, funny. so if you find the video and you only want to watch it for that, she's so cute too. She's minutes. like, she's yes. like bracelets. Who me? She's like, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. sorry. It's my earring, my earring. Like, she's so cute. You're right. I know. I'm so clueless about all of it. She was funny. And then it takes her, like, from the 26-minute mark where they start talking about it to, like, the 30-minute mark for get all that shit off. She had so much on her. It was so funny. Uh, yeah, so it's a great video. I would recommend it to anybody who wants to watch it. And it um, it earned, let me go to the money part, because that's what they did it for. They did it to earn money for famine in Africa. And why don't I have those Africa. notes? Here we are. Ethiopia was that. Yes. Okay. Here's some facts. All right, uh, listeners, we know that sometimes we're known for unfacts. So I'm going <laughs> to let you know information so this is just uh google you know wikipedia first. so it was the best-selling single of all time and i said um harry belafonte it raised more than 63 million dollars which in today's money would be 156 million dollars wow it was inspired by band-aids do they know it's christmas it came on right after that it happened right after that um let's see who was left out here's my list of who was left out madonna uh because it said that some of her peers didn't think she deserved to be there oh um and then it said when she was at the live aid concert singing and performing when they got ready to sing this song she dipped she was like i'm out i'm not standing on the stage and singing it so she dipped out uh so john denver (laughs) John Denver, who I love, you know, as a kid growing up, and I still think he was great, uh, they thought his image would hurt the credibility of the song being a rock anthem. What? (laughs) Oh, because he's more of a country. I know, but Kenny Rogers was there. Yeah, Yeah. Kenny Rogers was there. I think it's that purity thing that people think about him. But anyways, Waylon Jennings, here's some of the drama, Brian. Waylon Jennings walked out over a dispute about a lyric. And I wish I'd read this part before I saw the documentary thing, because it it, uh, makes me understand what was happening at the end. There was an ending to the song that never made it to cut, like it it became like a a chant sort of, and they wanted to do sing it, and he wouldn't sing it in in another language. I forget a Sawali or whatever, and he's like, 
I don't sing those words or something. And he walked out because he wouldn't do it. And uh, wow. it got cut from there anyways. And that, my friends, came from a website called tasteofcountry.com. Is Waylon Jennings still alive? I know John Denver is not, but... I cannot confirm or deny that. <laughs> I not think he actually got PNC. eaten by a lion. Yeah, he might have. He might have. I'm pretty he might sure. Have. Yeah, okay. So if anybody wants to know, guys, look it up. Um, yeah. Anyways, another In thing fact, that I had. If there's anything that we ever say on this show that you want to know, make sure you look it up before you tell someone else. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, and according to the Saturday Evening Post, here's another place I got some information, was 800,000 copies sold in three days. Um, Eight wow. million altogether. And th back then it said it earned well over 75 million, but we already know it keeps growing. Like they're still earning money off of that song. And then I read something in The Independent about he started out his wish for that song was to have 20 of the most talented people. And he ended up with 45. And did you guys know that Dan Aykroyd's on that song? Yes, I did. <laughs> Which is odd. We kept, well, he was a blues brother. They, they mentioned that. I did research that. And everywhere uh, they talked about it, he ended up there by mistake. Um, <laughs> and he was just like, they were like, well, go ahead and sing. Um, so, yeah. Well, so it was he, the 80s. They were probably yeah. very much coked up. And yeah. it said something about, it said something about, like, he was looking for some manager or he, or he was sent there oh, by I bet a manager. He was looking for something. Uh, yeah. And, um, yeah. So he, and then there was also a room set up, like, right next door in the building where tons of celebrities were watching it all happen. Wow. With, like, a big TV viewer to, to watch it. So it was so, quite a thing. <laughs> Just an update with the Prince Lollipop thing. It was actually a live okay. performance. It was an anniversary performance of the song that took place on the American Music Awards and Prince oh, was okay. on stage. And he refused to sing it, but he just stood there um, eating a lollipop and they even passed the microphone to him. And he took the lollipop out and just like acted like the lollipop was the microphone and passed it to somebody else. It was really <laughs> weird. <laughs> well, he held a grudge apparently. Yeah. He did not. Mad. He did not like this song at all, and he all was right. also not a fan of Michael Jackson. So, nor did he like Bob Geldorf. So, and Bob Geldorf was behind the whole thing too. Uh, and the other yeah. thing, it still raises a half a million dollars a year. On wow, wow, that's yeah. crazy. Yeah, so it's still doing its thing. Uh, it was a great, great, great thing. Yeah, um, I'm glad I looked into it. I learned a lot, and it was fun to learn that kind of stuff. Wow. Yeah, I'm going to have to look that up on YouTube. Yeah, check it out. And it's not long. It's under an hour. It might even be like 30 minutes. I can't remember. And it was enjoyable. And it brought tears of joy to my eyes to see all of that talent in one room. I couldn't believe it. Jen, I have